Hello, everyone, and welcome to FitChicks Chat, the podcast dedicated to fitness, nutrition, wellness, and mindset. Today's episode, we are talking all about holistic nutrition and health coaching. And the reason why we're so focused on this and so passionate is we just started our holistic nutrition weight loss coaching certification yesterday. If you missed enrollment and you are still interested in getting signed up, this is your last chance for 2022. The doors are closing. And even though we started yesterday, we can still sneak you in today. So make sure that you check it out at pitchixacademy.com forward slash HWLC. There is limited time left and limited space. But if you are dedicated, if you are excited, if you are passionate about holistic nutrition and health coaching, and you want to get started now versus waiting until 2023 to get going, make sure that you message us right away. You can go to fitchicksacademy.com forward slash HWLC to learn more, to enroll, and to reach out to us. We look forward to welcoming you to the Academy. Now, please make sure you also wait until the end of today's episode where you'll hear from one of our graduates of our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Coaching Certification. You'll hear all about what she is doing as a graduate of the Academy and what types of things during the program really blew her mind. So on to today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode, we are talking about investing in your health. So we just kicked off. So this week, we just started our fall holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification to an amazing new group. And it's been so much fun. And obviously, you know, always after this launch, it's kind of like you, the adrenaline starts to like, kick, like slow down and you're like, oh, that was a lot. Like we covered a lot over this last month and we talked a lot about some of the things we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. But I just think that this topic is so important because we're not just talking about investing in your physical health. We're talking about investing in your overall health. And there's actually five main areas that you have to have a plan for. So whenever we think about investing, right, we always think about like investing money, like I've got to save money or invest money so it will grow Mm -hmm. for a later day. But I always think about investing in these areas of your life is that we almost, we have to have a plan of where we want to go with them and then how we want to invest our time and our money against each of them. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I think there is, there is this fundamental belief that the word investing is always to do with finance, uh, finances, which I still think is something that you should plan for, but it's, but it can be so much more. It's just like the word transformation. Everyone always thinks transformation means just like a physical transformation, but transformation can mean so many other things. So words, it just depends on how you view it. So hopefully today's podcast will help you see all of the different investments and opportunities that you have and that we should be focusing on. Well, it's even going back. We did a podcast a long time ago about spending versus versus investing. So totally. spending money I is totally podcast, different. Yeah, like spending money is you spend it and the money has is now gone, right? Yeah. It's now it's or you've spent it on let's say a physical thing and now you have the physical thing in exchange for the dollar bills. Yeah, like right, that. It's like oh, I spent money to buy this highlighter and I own this highlighter now. It's mine to keep. This is the representation but of the money I used to have. This is my this is my two dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> Whereas exactly. the idea of investing is that you are investing money, time, whatever, into something that will have a bigger payoff down the road. 
So yes. when we're thinking about investing in any of these areas that we're going to talk about today, investing in the health of your life is that you have to be thinking about everything you're doing now has the purpose to pay off bigger later on. I always so, think of it as like infinite possibility of payoff because there's no real, like when you invest in yourself, it's like if you invest in your health or your wealth or any of those things, there's no real, like, there's no ceiling on it. It could keep going and going and you don't actually know what that end result, like you have an idea of the goal that you want to achieve, but there's really no end goal that is like definitive when you invest. Like if I invest in a skill set, I know that that skill set can get me, I don't know, 20 million new clients, right? Like it, I have no idea. Could get me five clients, could get me a hundred clients. Like it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's almost like spending is finite. You spend money and you have a thing or you have, you know, an experience or you have a memory or you have, but when you invest, you are having, it's, it's infinite and it comes back to you. And it's always part of this growth experience. Mm-hmm. One of the people who I love listening to as well is Jim Rohn. He's a speaker, like a motivational speaker from, he was born in like the forties and he was really big with like a multi-level level marketing, but I love his approach of talking to you about discipline. Right. Now, a lot of people think discipline is like this negative word or like, you know, you have to be so strict and disciplines are also just practices. So if you look up the word discipline in the dictionary, it also is a practice that you do. So if you have a discipline that you do, so for example, I work out almost every day, like that is a practice that I do every single day. That is, it's a discipline, right? Mm-hmm. So it's the idea that having these disciplines, these small habits, these small things that you start to add to your life, to add to your investment, to add to you know the growth of your health, that they will then compound and pay off later on. And pay off in the moment, but just not pay off as big as you want it to be maybe in the moment, right? But we have to get into these habits of thinking about these areas of our life and then being consistent with what it is we're doing in each of these areas if we want to change our lives. And the majority of us want to keep growing. That's what human the human experience is, right? Is that we always want to experience growth. We want to experience emotional growth, financial growth, physical growth, like all of these things matter. So if we just start to think of it in this way that's not so daunting, these small things will change your life. Like your life can look completely different in a year, completely different. So the, the first area, of course, because we love health, is your physical health. Mm-hmm. So this is the health of your physical body. So it's so important that we start investing. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you're already someone who you know, is interested in this topic and you already have, you know, a focus on nutrition, fitness, health, wellness. Maybe you are a coach, maybe you aren't a coach already, but you're thinking about becoming a coach. But it is so important that we invest in our personal nutrition, in our movement, in our mindset, in our habits, like all around our physical health. Mm -hmm. Those things are one of the number one thing for me that people start need to start to have a practice around. Yeah. And again, going back to the idea that investing doesn't always mean money. So like investing is like your time, money, and energy. That's either those are the three sort of um, currencies that I think of when I think of investing. And so when you're thinking about physical health, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to hire a trainer and I have to buy organic and I have to do all of these things. You don't have to do any of those things. You want to just start making small shifts to get bigger results. So it's smaller things and looking at what you're currently doing and saying, okay, from a nutritional standpoint, what could I shift and change that will make in the long term 
it'll result in something to be a bigger change, like a bigger lasting result, right? So maybe it's like, okay, I'm no longer going to eat takeout or I'm going to start eating like the complete and three rule, like Lauren Amanda always talk about <laughs> eating protein fibers and fats with every meal. Or maybe it's from a movement perspective. It's like, okay, I'm, I don't, I don't want to invest in a gym membership, but I'm going to invest the time and energy and start going for a walk every day or doing at home programs or whatever it is. But it's looking at different ways to make it still to make it still work for you and your lifestyle, even if you don't necessarily have like the time or the money to be able to invest at the time, you can find different ways to find the time to find free opportunities for yourself. So there's just, but there's small changes that you can make that will always lead to bigger results in the end. Well, and I think one of the things too, is that a lot of people think, you know, little things don't matter and it all matters. And when you start to change, every bit matters. When you start to change in one area of your life, it will start to change every area of your life. Just like if one area of your life is off, it will affect every other area, even if you think it doesn't. So even if you have five minutes a day, but that becomes the practice that you start to put into place, right? The discipline that you start to put into place is I'm going to go for a five minute walk every day. For a lot of people, that's where you start. But that five minute walk over one year, you'll be a different person at the end of the year, right? That five minute walk will then eventually turn into a 10 minute walk and a 20 minute walk and whatever. And the same thing with nutrition, right? Like it's, if you could just cut out one Coke a day or cut out, you know, one coffee a day that has cream and sugar in it, even though you think in the moment, it's not very much. It's like, well, it's just one. But one, that's 365 over a year that you've now cut out of your life, yeah. right? So it's just, we have to start to think about investing effect. that focus. These small habits make big, like big, big results, lead to big, big results. Mm-hmm. The second area too is your mental health. So we've been hearing more and more and more in the mainstream about mental health. But th- one of the challenges I think for a lot of us is that we only tend to really pay attention to mental health when it's already to a place where, you know, it's a diagnosed mental health issue. Like if it is extreme anxiety or depression, um, a lot of different mental health issues that obviously have become more to light, which is amazing that we're talking about them. But even if you are not dealing with any mental health issues, we still have to deal with the issues of our thoughts, right? And so many of us are dealing with chronic worrying or we always think negatively, or we don't think things are possible for ourselves. Our feelings are all over the place, or we don't have a lot of feelings and we don't know why. Or also there's a lot of us who are dealing with unhealed trauma that we don't know is affecting us and affecting our health, affecting our physical health, our ability to go after the things we want. So having that focus, investing in that area of your life of starting to get a mindset coach or start to uncover what is going on with you or why you believe what you believe or why you have do like why you aren't going after the goals you want. It is worth it because that doubt that the opportunity cost of not doing it is you're not going to live the life that you want. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And I think that when we, when we do not deal with 
the way our thoughts are, when we try to suppress them, when we try to distract ourselves. And this is just speaking from my own personal experience, not speaking to everybody. Um, but when we try to suppress, distract, or avoid any of those things, what happens is they just get pushed deeper and deeper and deeper. But then what happens when something goes deeper, and this is how I always see it. It's almost like a tree. Like it's like I push all of these feelings, these emotions, these thoughts down so deep that they grow roots and then they grow from the roots and they flourish and then they show up as like this big massive tree that I now have to unroot right so rather than dealing with it when it's at the surface before it's even rooted into my system into my central nervous system into my psyche into my subconscious if I deal with it in the beginning it's it doesn't have the ability to root itself but when I don't then it does and so I really try and this is something that for me dealing with like when I was dealing with major anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder and all of those things this is how I always kind of seen it and that's the analogy that I like to think of it as um but it allows for you to then start dealing with it when it's here versus when it starts getting so deep because once it gets so deep it's it's so much harder to take a tree out that's got massive roots right well yeah and trauma shows up in our body which is why too number one investing in your personal nutrition your physical health is so important because when we are dealing with other things in our thoughts and our mindset and anything that's going on within our mental health. We want to make sure that we're supporting our body with the best raw materials and nutrients, the vitamins it needs to balance hormones, right? Mm -hmm. Because if not, it's a lot harder than to even deal with mental issues if our physical body is not being supported. So, but the one thing that the reason I want to talk about this today too, in the investment is there's a lot of us out there, a lot of people who listen to this who say, well, I don't have any trauma in my life, but I have everything that I think I want, but I'm just not happy. Like, I just feel like thing, I, I want more or I just feel like, you know what I mean? There's something missing, right? That's part right. of your mental health. These are things you have to uncover because anytime we're not investing in understanding ourselves better and understanding our goals get better. And it doesn't mean it has to be something that has negatively happened to us, even if it's something that we just want more of. We have to invest in figuring that out because part of our goal on this earth is to be the best version of ourselves that we can be, right? To go after and uncover our gifts and share them with the world. And if we have all this other stuff that's limiting us, then we want to make sure we're getting to the bottom of it. For sure. So number three is relationships. So your relationship health. So this is your relationship, not only with yourself, which I think is the most important relationship you will ever have in your life is the relationship you have with yourself. And so many people, I see this so much with our students too, share stories about th themselves, about how much they don't like themselves, how mean so they've been to themselves, how self-loathing they've been, how they don't feel good enough, how they don't feel worthy, all of these things, right? So that relationship with yourself is such an important place to invest in, but also of course your relationship with your friends, your family, and your clients too. So it's not saying that you have to always have good relationships. You might need to cut off some relationships that are toxic for you, but it's also understanding that that's playing into your health in general. So you have to invest the time in exploring those and seeing what is moving you forward and what is not what clients are holding you back are causing you more stress than they are joy. They are, you know, because you don't want to lose them because of money or whatever. We have to make sure that we're looking at that because we are who we surround ourselves with. When I look back at like some of the points in my life where I know that I was not treating myself with kindness or not um, in love with myself. There are moments in my life that I think back to those moments. And I think back to when I look back now, I'm like, I can see why I had 
the career I had, I had the health I had, why I was, you know, binge drinking, why I was doing all of these habits or things that I today don't do. But it's because it's this spiral effect, right? So when you like, it's like you get stuck and then you just start spiraling and spiraling and spiraling. And that's at least for me, that was my experience. And it's, and it caused me to then have more self-loathing, more self of this, like it, it, it just snowballs and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then it becomes this massive thing. So we have to learn how to take a step back and be like, okay, if right now I'm feeling this way, what are things that I could love about myself and finding like little parts and slowly working towards that and journaling through those pieces or however you need to work through that. But figuring out ways that you can shift the way that you think about yourself is probably the number one key thing that you can do because then that will also affect your relationships. It'll affect your health. It'll affect every aspect of your overall health and wellness in your life. Well, and I also think I was talking about this on Coach Week, the whole idea of your your thoughts are yours. Your goals are yours. They're not up for anyone else's opinion. True. Period. Like, and that's the way I truly believe, because I think it's very challenging, especially as women, as we want to, you know, embark on different things. We've been socialized to believe that we should always put our family first. We should never be first. And that is a bad thing. But if you have a goal that's going to benefit your family, like investing in your physical health and going to see a coach and, you know, going on your nutrition journey and losing weight or doing whatever it is for you that will get you to a healthier place, or you're like, okay, you know what? I need to really take some time to focus on some unhealed trauma or reworking some of my beliefs so I can show up and be better for my family. 1000% put yourself first. You know what I mean? But it becomes this whole idea of, I always have to do what's in the best interest of my family. I need my partner's opinion about what I'm doing or, you know, all of these things, or my partner doesn't believe in me or doesn't believe in this thing I'm going after. You know, we, we have a lot of conversations with different women who are entering our academy too. And some of them share with us, like my partner thinks this is a stupid thing for me to do. And it's like, okay, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's like, thank you for your opinion. However, at the end of the day, no one can have an opinion on what your goals are and what your dreams are and what you want for your life. But also by focusing on you, you become better to your family and friends. But that being said, family and friends have a, they're always an interesting dynamic, right? Like no one just has this perfect family. Families bring so many different characters into the equation, but just figuring out who do you want to be in that equation? Who do you want to show up as? And that's the only thing you have to do. You can't change other people. So who do you want to show up as? And maybe it's someone who just says, I love you a little bit more. And that's your investment in your relationship health. Or maybe it's you say, I have boundaries now and I'm not, you're not allowed to just, you know, talk to me that way anymore or whatever it is. Right. But little again, disciplines, you will be different within a year. Just starting to look at that. What do you want that to look like? And the fourth thing is your skills. So this is the biggest investment in your health. Your skill health should be healthy and strong all the time. So your skills are the things that actually will make you more valuable, right? Because we all think that value makes, we become more valuable because of the things that we acquire or because of all of the stuff that we have. But in all reality, the the way you become more valuable is by working on your skill set. Now, when I say more valuable, I'm not saying self-worth. I'm not saying you become more worthy as a person. I'm saying you become more valuable into the community, to the world. 
So for example, like if I was saying this in coach week, like if tomorrow a man and I fit chicks went away, we have built over this year, the years, not only the skill set of teaching fitness and coaching on nutrition, but also coaching other coaches. We've learned all about online business and marketing and sales and all these things that are now who we are. So take it all away. We'll just go rebuild something else. Right? So it's like, you have to keep investing in your brain and your skills more than any area of your health. I think you should always be doing courses. You should always be growing in your skill set, your abilities just to become a better version. And people who are successful are constantly investing in their skill set. I agree with that. And I think, you know, investing in your skill set is, again, time, money, energy. It's like spending the time Mm -hmm. to do the research, to read the books, to listen to the podcast, to do the courses, to do all of those things. You know, the money side of it can be if you're going to invest in different certifications or different courses or programs or coaches that can help elevate you and bring you to a different level. But those things, they truly are. They're the most invaluable thing that you can have because once you have that skill set, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. But once you have that skill set, that is yours to keep forever. It's the investment is there forever. It's not something that anything can be, it can never be taken from you. So you always have that with you to be able to carry you through the rest of your life. 1000%. And then the last one is your purpose, the health of your purpose. Now, this is kind of like a loaded word for a lot of people because So many people will say to me, but I don't know what my purpose is. And I'm going to tell you guys, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. I don't feel like I have this big, like I'm, my purpose is to be an amazing mom or this amazing educator, or I don't know yet. I'm still figuring that out, but I'm figuring that by continually working on my, you know, my mental health and my thoughts and my mindset, my goals and my physical health, my relationships and all of that. And I believe it will unfold as I keep on kind of peeling back layers of the onion. But I think that if you have a goal, you have a dream that is speaking to you and you are not going after it, then that is one of the biggest costs. That's when we're talking about spending versus investing Really, That's like a cost, a lost cost more than anything else in your life. It's an opportunity cost that's gone. And the and thing- it, it's not even just an opportunity. It's a dream cost. It's your life. This is it. your life. Like- I- I always say to, to my husband, I'm always just like, you know, this is, I remember seeing this, like literally, I think I was like a teenager and it was a bumper sticker on a car that said, life is not a dress rehearsal. And I remember seeing this on this bumper sticker on a car driving by and it hit me so hard. I was so young and I remember reading it and being like, what does that mean? And then I like analyzed it, thought about it and recognized what it meant. And it was, and it stuck with me since that day. I almost wish I could remember like the car make and everything. Cause I can see it in my mind, but it's like, that was one of the most eye-opening things because it's like, yes, this is your life. You don't get a redo. And it doesn't mean, here's the other thing though, is that if you're in a place in your life right now where you think, oh, now it's too late, it's never too late. It's never too late to live out what you know is inside of you. The only time it's too late is when you just don't do it, right? Like when you just decide I'm never going to take action on it, that's the only thing that could ever happen to make it so that it just doesn't ever happen in your lifetime. So if in this lifetime, if you have goals and you have ambitions and you have dreams that you haven't achieved yet, now is the time to start taking action on them. Because if you don't take action now, when? And it's just, it's, it's like, it's literally the most important thing because if you don't, then you're going to live the whole, your whole life wondering what if, well, and the thing happened if I did that, I heard, um, 
when I was listening to Jim Rohn, he said something that really hit me. He was talking about the idea of, you know, when we think, oh, I've got 20 years to do that. I've got 20 years left. So I'll put into context, like, let's say with my son, I had him when I was 41. So let's say, you know, I was going to live for another 25 years and I was going to have to, so 25 years sounds like a long time, right? I know I'm going to live way longer than that, but I'm just saying 25 years. But he was saying, you know, when you think of it in years, it sounds so long. But what if you think about it in opportunities? So that's 25 more Christmases. If I was, you know, that's 25 more birthdays. That's only 25 more opportunities to have a summer, to have a winter. Like when you start to dial that number down, if you can only do something 25 more times every year, you lose, you got 24 more times, now 23 more times, now 22 more times. It becomes so much more realistic. Oh my gosh, like I got to get moving. I got to go, right? I've got to enjoy this. I've got to go after it fully. We don't, we don't have a lot of time on this earth, but we have a lot of time at the same time, if that makes sense. So it's like a, people tend to be like, okay, well, you know, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. But there is the biggest cost in your life to you is not going after what you truly want. Living by somebody else's rules, letting yourself doubt take you take over. All you're doing is selling yourself short, and you're the only one who can decide on that. So you know, for me, I'm like, okay, if I get 25 more times every single year, which is why we're talking about this right now, every single year I have gonna have a plan for every area of this life. What is my goal? I want to achieve in each of these areas, so I know at least I'm moving towards the direction I want to. If I get there, I get there. If I don't, I don't. But at least that way, I know I'm doing something about it and I'm not just letting time pass by. Mm -hmm. So with that, we are wrapping this up. So this, these are the areas, guys. So having, so our goal from this is for you to have a small investment plan in each of these areas. Like what is one small action, one small shift, one small thing that you could do and commit to for the next month? You could, if you want to do the next year in your physical health. So that could be one nutrition habit you're going to change, one walk you're going to do, your mental health. What is one shift that you can do? Maybe it's committing to going to, you know, try to figure out some unhealed trauma or starting to write in a journal every day, a gratitude journal, your relationships, your relationship health. What is one thing you can clean up in your relationships, your family, your clients, let go of, add, whatever it is. Yeah. And I always love to, you know, the hardest words to ever say to somebody is I'm sorry, but it's like the most powerful words you could ever say is to tell someone you're sorry, get forgiveness, close a chapter. You know what I mean? Like having that type of thing. Um, number four is your skills health. What is the one thing that you're going to add to your skill set? Your skill Maybe, bank. Yeah. Your skill bank. Maybe it's learning how to cook sourdough bread. I know everyone was doing that over COVID. I did too. I love fermentation. We teach all about it in holistic <laughs> <laughs> learning all about fermentation and the importance of bugs in your gut. Sourdough is an amazing ferment, but that skill set alone, having the skill of making bread is actually an amazing skill set to have. And then the fifth is your purpose. What is the one thing you can do towards your purpose health? Maybe it's to write a life plan. Maybe it is to write down your goals whatever it is, but one action that you can do to make that happen. So that is our podcast for today. I hope you guys are inspired to start investing in yourself, investing in the health of your entire life. 
And of course, um, make sure, well, before I say the wrap up, but make sure that you also know guys that we are on TikTok. We've been on it for a little <laughs> bit. We're building up. We're getting used to our TikToking. It's not all us dancing. We're sharing little tips and tricks and, um, a ton of different fitness, health, wellness, business info. So make sure to follow us on TikTok at FitChicks Academy. Follow us on Instagram at FitChicks Academy. And then also, of course, you can find out about all of our upcoming certifications at FitChicksAcademy.com. Okay, guys, have an amazing day and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, my name is Nicole Plaza. I am the owner of Life Lounge Mind and Body Wellness for Expecting Parents. Now my partner and I are super pumped to be launching our Pregnancy Wellness Academy and all you need is an iPhone, laptop, or computer where we are going to meet you at your week of pregnancy with certified practitioners that give you absolutely everything you need to know to ensure a safe, well-informed pregnancy throughout all four trimesters. So what it looks like is you get weekly education, videos, downloadable PDFs for each stage of pregnancy and these practitioners go anywhere from fitness nutrition chiro registered massage therapy pelvic health naturopath fashion and skincare you can really visualize it as a pregnancy wellness center brought to you virtually in the comfort of your own home now you can cancel at any time and what's super cool is you have the option to take part in month-to-month nutrition guides that really focus on foods to keep you strong and healthy during pregnancy and postpartum here at the pwa we are all about the iron fiber and protein you'll get to see so we want to make sure it keeps things going and flowing now there can be so much conflicting information about pregnancy I really felt overwhelmed and got me thinking other people must be too so we wanted to make sure we could provide that one-stop shop that took the search out of google so you can have an informed pregnancy birth and recovery and what else is cool is we include a ton of partner support and information because they too can partake in the nutritional plans as it takes two to tango in the baby making world. So you're also probably wondering how long did it take for me to make back my tuition? Not even kidding you guys, literally like two months after graduating. And another burning question that I had also is how quickly did I sign my first client? How did they find me? You know what? I documented my entire journey on Instagram while I was taking the Fit Chicks Nutrition Program. So if I was in the module of learning about probiotics and um, gut health, I would talk about it on there. And hey guys, this is what I'm learning. And naturally you will see too, you get emoji likes, questions, comments. And I really engaged with that audience and I took down who had those conversations with me. So when I was done, I reached out to them and said, hey, I'm done my program. If you're you know, looking for nutritional coaching, this is what I can offer. And they already kind of had that rapport with me. So that's something I would recommend that really worked. Now, this is a good segue into how did my business evolve? Well, I got quite busy, which is a good thing. And you'll see that too with the one-on-ones that it allowed me to grow to be so confident in pursuing my dreams and bringing me to where I am now in launching this Pregnancy Wellness Academy. So fast forward to today, I am a couple weeks away from launching the first ever PWA that can reach mamas and papas worldwide. And people truly are my passion. And this program with Fit Chicks has given me the courage to shoot for the stars. So don't think it, go ahead and do it. Now, three things that blew my mind during the program and after graduation 
Number one, your poop can tell a story of your health. <laughs> you know the saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. Your poop health is worth a thousand words. So number two, get down and dirty old school by dropping off flyers and pamphlets about your business. And what I mean by this is just be simple. Get into your neighborhood, drop those pamphlets off on windshields of cars, local businesses, you name it. You don't need to overcomplicate it. I really, truly did and learn from my learnings. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't overthink what you bring to the table, which leads me to number three is you bring everything to the table. People will buy into your authentic self. So just drop the fear and go for it. You can always tweak along the way. I was so worried of being well perfect and everything, but truth be told, nothing has to be perfect to get off the ground and running and just start your biz. So one big piece of advice, in my opinion, I'll leave you with um, is if this is your passion, think of how you want your business to look in five years from now. And it can be, it doesn't have to be something you think is far-fetched at all, anything. Really see it, visualize it, manifest it, and put it out there. So every time you feel that imposter syndrome, because we all get it, I do and I did, you go back to envisioning what you saw in your manifestation, that end in mind. That is what's going to bring you back to why you start the, you started. So you got this, go and connect with people, be relatable people are all about the realness and truly taste the success you guys can find me on my instagram at life lounge with nicole plaza thank you so much for listening and you're gonna kick butt in your biz thanks for listening to the fit chicks chat podcast want more healthy love visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources free workouts recipes tips and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out